You're listening to the Do This First podcast, and I'm Santa, your host. I hope you're listening at the start of your day to get things going in the right direction. Today we're talking about resilience. Resilience is a powerful trait that allows individuals to navigate life's challenges, helps you sail through setbacks and uncertainties with strength and grace. In today's fast-paced and unpredictable world, cultivating resilience has become more important than ever. By building resilience, we can bounce back from almost anything, any type of adversity. We can even maintain a positive mindset throughout and even thrive in the face of change. Today in this podcast episode, I want to explore six key ways to build resilience. I want to offer some practical strategies and insights to help you strengthen your resilience muscles. Whether you're seeking personal growth or even personal success, or simply a greater sense of well-being, these strategies will empower you to face life's obstacles head on and emerge stronger than ever. First things first though, very helpful to understand what resilience actually is and why it matters. So resilience really helps us bounce back. It's inner strength, which gives you the ability to adapt, learn, and grow in the face of challenges. Resilience doesn't mean we won't ever face difficult situations. Quite the contrary. It really means that we have the tools to overcome the challenges that come our way and the ability to be able to come out stronger. In other words, what doesn't kill you can often make you stronger. And that's what resilience is all about. Resilience is not just a nice to have quality. It's essential for navigating the ups and downs of life. It helps us handle stress and overcome setbacks and maintain a positive outlook. Building resilience can enhance our mental well-being, our relationships, and our overall quality of life. So whether it's dealing with a breakup or a career setback, or any situation for that matter, resilience is the key to staying afloat and even thriving in the face of adversity. First thing though is really cultivating a positive mindset now that we understand what resilience is. A positive mindset is really kind of the underpinning of resilience, the foundation. So a key component of cultivating resilience is recognizing and challenging those negative thoughts that we all have from time to time. Our minds can be really sneaky and feed us negative thoughts that can undermine our resilience. Those negative thoughts creep up whenever anything doesn't go the way that we expected it to. Or it could be a trigger, you know, something that reminds us of a situation that, you know, we didn't like that much. So recognizing these thoughts and questioning their validity is crucial. You have to challenge those thoughts. Are they based on facts or just our own insecurity? By challenging and reframing negative thoughts, we can break free from their grasp 
and cultivate a more positive and resilient mindset. Also, practicing gratitude and positive self-talk can really help. I mean, it might sound like something straight out of a self-help book, but they both have real power in building resilience. When we focus on what we're grateful for, we shift our perspective towards the positive aspects of our lives and away from the negative things. Likewise, positive self-talk can help us rewire our brains to believe in our own abilities and strengths. So don't be shy to tell yourself that you're awesome because sometimes you do have to be your own cheerleader. But if you stay the course and prove your mettle, then things start to change. Also, having a strong support group, a strong social support group, can be really helpful when you're building resilience. Social support provides a shoulder to lean on, someone to share our joys and sorrows with, and a sense of belonging. Whether it's family, friends, or even furry companions, cultivating meaningful relationships and nurturing social connections boosts our resilience by giving us a sense of community and love. Building and nurturing relationships takes effort, but the rewards are priceless. Take the time to reach out to loved ones, check in on how they're doing, and offer a listening ear. Similarly, don't be afraid to ask for help or support when you need it. Surrounding yourself with people who uplift and support you is one of the very best ways to build resilience. Plus, it does make life a whole lot more enjoyable. And it's never too late to make those connections and start building supportive, healthy relationships with others. Another thing that I've seen that is extremely helpful in building resilience is self-care. Self-care is all about prioritizing your physical and emotional well-being by replenishing your energy, by reducing stress and increasing your resilience. So take a break from everything and everybody when you need to. The people that care about you will understand. Most of the time, it doesn't have to be that drastic. Most of the time, self-care is about setting aside some time for you to do whatever you want to do. Just keep in mind that the idea is to unplug and relax, empty out for an hour or a weekend or for however long you feel is necessary. You deserve it. Fifth thing that I would suggest that would help in building and flexing your resilience muscle is embracing change and adaptability. Understanding the nature of change is so important because change is inevitable and it is a constant in life. Understanding and accepting change as an undeniable fact of life will save you from unnecessary anger, anguish, and pain. Change can really pull us out of stagnation and predictability. It can make us more creative. And most importantly, embracing change can foster resilience. Change can be big or small, sudden or gradual, and it can come from an external factor or within ourselves. 
But by accepting that change is a natural part of life, we can better prepare ourselves to navigate its unpredictable twists and turns. I approach change as an adventure. I know that to some extent, I will either be wiser or better, and neither is a bad thing. Also adaptability. Being adaptable allows us to be flexible and to adjust our mindset and behavior when faced with new situations or challenges. It involves being open-minded, seeing things from different perspectives, and finding creative solutions. By honing our adaptability skills, we can build resilience to face whatever curveballs life throws our way. The last thing that I would strongly suggest is to enhance your problem-solving skills. That also helps to build resilience. So the first thing is really to sharpen how you view problems. This involves accurately identifying and analyzing problems, breaking them down into what I call Scooby Snacks and understanding the root causes. When we can see the problem clearly, we're better equipped to kind of tackle it head on. So one thing that you really need to do in this process is once you've located what the problem is, you need to brainstorm to gather information, to evaluate potential solutions. And then you need to take action. Just having all this knowledge is great, but it doesn't become wisdom until you apply it. So the next steps are applying it. It also means being open to trial and error because let's face it, not every solution is going to be a winner on the first try, especially it's not likely, but you never know. But being able to build a go-to strategy for problem solving will help you build confidence and resilience. Don't let problems and challenges and the unexpected throw you off. Embrace it and find the solution by thinking things through thoroughly. Don't assume you know, because sometimes what looks like a duck with further scrutiny, we find out is really a goose. The best possible outcome from a setback is learning and bouncing back. So failure, again, is a present that no one wants. But it can be pretty awesome when you use it correctly. It is a mindset shift that runs contrary to what most of us learned growing up. Even as adults, we need to understand that setbacks and mistakes are not reflections of our worth as individuals, but opportunities for growth. That is the mindset shift. When I think of like sports especially, I can't think of not one sport, actually, that when a team loses, they don't go back and look at the playback and identify what went wrong. With the newfound information, they can course correct and strengthen those deficient areas. In the end, they are wiser and stronger. The teams that come against them next time will not be able to exploit that past weakness or weaknesses. So by embracing failure as a stepping stone to success, 
we can bounce back stronger and more resilient than before. Failure is often perceived as a negative outcome and often attributed to incompetence or a lack of skill, and it's just not true most of the time. But that is really a dated mindset. When you really start thinking about it, thought leaders know that it's an opportunity for growth and learning. Most understand that setbacks offer valuable insights and lessons that success may not be able to provide for you. If everything's going great, what are you going to learn? Everything's going great. By reframing failure in this way, you can adopt a gross mindset and use failures as stepping stones towards improvement. Failure can make you more creative as it encourages you to cultivate new skills and take calculated risks without fear of repercussions so that you can ultimately win in the end. Just remember that a failure is just a temporary setback on the path to success. So you're on your way. If you like what you're hearing, don't forget to leave a review. You can also find the transcript for this podcast on dothisverse.life. And don't forget to follow me on Twitter at until underscore Santa. Keep hope alive till tomorrow. champion in you